Brought to you by Dad's Root Beer. Hey, let's welcome Michael Rosenbaum. Yay! Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. Turn me up, Bryce. It was an interesting drive here. I think I had more salad on there. Sorry. (laughs) It's all good. Mine's coming. Whatever you got to do. Yeah, yours is coming. You've been Mm -hmm. talking about that. You're hungry. I'm so hungry. I haven't eaten yet today. This is a theme. This happens on the show now. That this I haven't eaten yet? Yeah, and we try and get you food the I got nailed for it on the show because uh, oh, I was looking at- Oh, did people write in about yeah, it? Yeah, they're like, look at the disrespect he's showing Uncle Joey because he's on his phone. I'm just trying to get your sweet green order because the dude sweet was coming. Greens, is that what it is? So hold, there's yeah. like, there's a post with like 10,000 thumbs up like, there's the disrespect he's showing to Uncle Joey. <laughs> You know Sorry, what respect is? That. Me staring at the back of his head for an hour. That's respect. Yes. I didn't take my eyes off him for That's, the most part. The, we we got to change this into like a, f- a four person. Yeah, the the triangle thing is. So we're trying to it's a hard. new thing here. With it the, is hard because I'm looking at you guys like going. <laughs> no, yeah, it's fine. That's a yeah, nice open spot, it up though. By the yeah. By the way, do you think people when you say Michael Rosemont, I'm sure they think someone's rabbi just sat down with you. <laughs> no. Do they, do they have any idea? I, don't, I always think That's that. That's why I, I think, call you Rosie. Then maybe call me Rosie. They know Rosie. Yeah. I want to know what happened to your your tooth. Is that good for sound? Yeah, do yeah. some ASMR a little bit, and well, then tell us about I don't do that kinky shit. Oh, only oh, if, you're gonna, if you're going to eat potato chips, My make sure you're on your it. phone the whole time, too, because they like that. The fans like that. Are people, people on their phones? People, well, they want you like to be on your phone, not really paying attention to us. Oh my gosh, chips, that's not like, true. You really like know what people do in a podcast. No, yeah. I, I love how people who have fucking nothing going on have no podcast, have so much input in how a podcast gets made. Well, they watch podcasts <laughs> and they know you're what they like. You're pissing at least eighteen people off right now. Yeah. They're going small, but mighty following. Well, yeah, no, you no, haven't I'm, seen our numbers. It's four people who are. I'm not right saying now. your following's that. I'm saying there's 18 people that are upset out of that following. Right. Yeah. I wasn't knocking your following. Well, I, I don't know. Your, your following's probably bigger than my following. Kasim is an addict, and he harps on those things. You know. Yeah. So what? We are what we are. Yeah. Why do you look so much bigger than the rest of us? Well, He's I'm so sitting tall. up straight. You're yeah. so I've had tall, seven oh, spine surgeries. Have you? Yeah. And teeth. Um, the scoliosis? I've, I've had, these are fake from hockey. I just got a tooth pulled yesterday. So I had anesthesia done yesterday. So I woke up and I felt, because they added a little thing to attach a, a tooth to. So I go to my dentist next week and they attach the tooth. But last night I woke up. First, I woke up in a nightmare because I forgot to take antibiotics. And you're supposed to take antibiotics. I took mm. those at three oh. in the morning. And you're writing that down? Mm-hmm. Make sure I take antibiotics. And, mm-hmm. and then um, I started wiggling my tongue and like a little bubble of blood popped off and it was a little hard bubble of blood and I kept it because I've never seen something like that oh wow so where is it now but you kept it it's on my desk it? it is I kept it well I kept it because I was like what is that is that normal it's coagulated blood mm. yeah but uh, I think I told you this before I, um, I've had I've been under the knife not under the but, uh, under anesthesia three times in the last four weeks so I'm, I'm not allowed to do drugs anymore neither is he can you describe to us how good it feels right when yeah. it, just so I could live through you yeah, for yeah. A minute. So I don't did you do heavy drugs uh, me? Yeah. Yeah. Like heavy? Like heroin? No, not heroin, but it was a heroin? lot of like Coke, Molly, well, the ketamine. prescription equivalent. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of uh, Percocets and Yeah, the, yeah I've been there. Like um, you know, I don't do drugs. I mean, I smoke a little pot, you know, because it helps with pain. That's, we're, all, we're all allowed to do A that. little bit of that. You guys, I haven't smoked in two weeks, but continue. Good. Uh, you know, and I, I don't smoke a lot. I don't, I'm not a drinker, but so what I do is I have these relationships with my anesthesiologist because they know I don't, you know, I have like back <laughs> stuff. So every once in a while when I go in for an injection, I just say, and I sort of got, this is my anesthesiologist, Dr. Kokorian. Not Kikorkian. Come on. Yeah, Kikorkian. very close. Not Kavorkian. He used to wear a bandana. Now he just goes, hey, bud, how are you? I go, pretty good. I go, he goes, I know what you're going to say. 
I'm going to let you feel it for a little while before you just go on. <laughs> I, go, I, I, I go, I know you say that, but the last time I was, boom, I was out. I don't remember yeah. anything. He goes, you weren't out. How do they do you that? You weren't out. <laughs> so what they do is what they, MJ was doing. So what they, well, the, the, hang on oh. a second. So what they mm. do is... I did this. I just got a colonoscopy because I'm 47, so I had to get one of those. You got a lot going on. Yeah, I just a urologist had to play with my balls last week. They're good. Um, that was weird because I had a, a dull pain in my testicle, Bryce. You're not even on. Can't. Why am I talking to him? Uh, so notes. I had a. Are you like one of those guys who always think something's wrong? Uh, my mom was always like that, so she's always dying. But I, you know, it wasn't. I had a dull pain, and, and it was after ice hockey. I play ice hockey, so um, I in the locker room about a week after I went in the guy. I go, hey. You guys ever have a dull pain on your testicle? And nobody answered. They looked at me and go, no, dude. And I go, what? If one person would be like, yeah, I would have let it go. So I waited another week. And finally, I went in there and I said uh, to the urologist, I hadn't been with this urologist before. And I go, hey, uh, my my right testicle has been bothering me. It's just like a dull pain. He's like, yeah, uh, do you have a burning sensation when you urinate? I go, no. It's my ball, I know. That's He's a different a, thing. Do you have a discharge? I'm like, no, because mm. I guess he thought it was some kind of like disease, maybe. Mm. So oh, then he gave me all this blood work, but then he, of course he tested my testicle with his hands. That's what they do. Yeah, and he goes, eh, it's a little inflammation. It's I mean, it sounds like you're, you know. I go, well, my cup is a little too small. It's like, well, get a bigger cup. This is probably what happened. So I got all these tests. Everything's fine, but you know, now you got to get an extra, extra large, right? Well, I wasn't what do they that do with the nut, is though? This what Maybe like just to a be medium. Over 40? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just what? what do they do is this what you? happens when you get over 40? A lot of things have happened. You know, I've had a lot of surgeries. I had neck surgery last May. And, well, the first surgery, they put an artificial... <laughs> it's unbelievable. There. That, I want to know what he's doing. Okay, with Physically. the... Te- well, first of oh, all, I had my first back? prostate exam, like, about oh, yeah. uh, two months ago. And I never had it. I go... Look, I don't know why I'm here, but my regular physician, he never uh, has done a pro. I've never had a prostate exam. And uh, he says that there's this blood test you could take, the PSA or whatever, and mine's always in the normal range. He goes, yeah, you know, that's a very, it's a very good test. I 92%. Go, so you can avoid it. He goes, but, you know, you should have it checked out. You mm. really should. And so he went in there. He went in there. Mm. And when I say in there, it was not comfortable. I. Mm. You know, I had heard that if, you know, some men or you can ejaculate. Yeah. And it's not either a gay thing or a non-gay thing. It's just it's that, like you know, a it's a prostate. And you, you milk just, it. But I couldn't imagine if I loaded all over this guy's office. Yeah. I would be mortified. So I was like trying to do kegels and whatever, trying to suck it in or whatever, because I didn't want that to happen. Yeah. And it didn't happen, but I did feel weird urges and like, uh, not urges. What, to like like gyrate? No, I felt Take like I had around a little bit. Can you say these things on this podcast? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, no. I didn't, yeah, you okay. wanted to sit on this dude's fingers. <laughs> anyway, the, <laughs> no, but he was mm. he was gentle. Yeah. He's like, yeah, this is the uh, prostate, this is the epididymis. Well, he is, sounds sexy. This uh. is Latin for the, it, it means uh, protector of the twins, swear to God. Why can't he romance you a little bit? I don't know. So I like, clinical. Yeah, no foreplay. I no. like that he was professional. It just sounded like he's like, look, buddy, I don't want to be here. You don't want to be here. Let's just yeah. talk about something else. Right. So let me explain what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, so that was all right. They didn't put me under for that. But the um, colonoscopy, they put me under. And the uh, uh, injection in my back, they put me under. Why do you need that in your back? Because I've had all those surgeries, a lot of, lot of surgeries. All because From of ice hockey? hockey? Um, you know, I think, I hate to say it, but I think it started when I worked in a grocery store. I was a sacker. But I also... How long? A lot of a lot of sack related. Your <laughs> life has revolved around bag, bag, ball bags, bags. <laughs> paper um, bags. They uh, so they would 
make us stack shelves. And and in the morning at 6 a.m., the trucks would come in and they'd back up. And then we'd take these boxes. And Russ would throw a box to me. And mm. I'd throw a bo- box to Hans Hogue. And Hans Hogue would throw a box to Jim Harrell. And it was like, you know, an assembly <laughs> line. And I remember something wasn't quite right. It shifted. Mm. And then as I played hockey, it got worse and worse. So my first surgery was when I was 18. Oh, and my. that was brutal. And then that was fine. But ultimately, when you get one back surgery, it's true. You, yeah. you keep getting them. So. And then I've had some nightmares, man. I, I, you know, I'm doing okay. I, I exercise constantly, but I do live in a little bit of pain. I have. You look great. Well, I'm. You know, thanks. No, yeah, I saw you come in, and you're, you know, you're wearing very sort of like just not a lot of clothes. Well, I'm wearing sweatpants. They're yeah, thin. because very it's thin, called... and I can see everything that's going on with you. Is that true? Yeah, no, it looks good. There's not. It doesn't look like you have a lot of fat on you. No. Oh, I thought you meant like my, my penis. You saw a bulge in my penis. No, in my I, pants. No, no, I, I, I'm gonna give it a stare a little later because I didn't. We didn't have time. You kind of just came in yet. I thought you have was... a good rep. You know that, like that. Oh, but... a good rep. <laughs> when I so oh, I met Rosie Jesus because Christ. we were in like a game night together. Can I, just, like, a these, can, night? can I do this while you're talking about this? Yeah. yeah. And it, so some Very of the other nice. girls in the game night told me that like his reputation is that. He, I feel bad saying this. Like, no, I would love. Yeah, have, like a very large penis. Oh yeah, you feel, <laughs> feel so bad for you. I do. How are dare you? Are you going to be all right? Incredible rumor, man, Look, James. I don't know. It. Listen, here's what's what next. You tell him how funny he is too. That's why God gave you the back problems. Yeah, dude, you, just you can't have it. it all, Michael. <laughs> Rosie, I personally don't think it's that big. I don't know where that happened, but I think it's fine. But like you know, it's it's. I don't like hearing it because. What happens? I know you're Annie's like, oh, you modest. Don't Annie's modest. No, I swear to God, I yeah. don't. Because guys that are watching going, oh, yeah, fuck him. He's got a big dick. He thinks he's got a big dick. I'm not fucking listening to his podcast. No. That's what goes on in my You mind. do have that energy about you. You, you want to be you relatable. Walk in, you walk in like you've, you've, he's you've got, got big dick something energy. swinging between them. That is not true. I don't. I think you know I'm, that it's a term. I think I'm a, a big dick energy. See, I thought it was had to shit energy. Because when you when that's we rolled that, up that's on you. right. Yeah, you had to shit real bad when you rolled up here. I hadn't seen you, I don't think, in I don't know how many years. And then you pulled up in that nice car, and I you go, can you? I would just move up a little for Jamie. I go, sure. And I go, but I got to take a shit. Mm. Yeah. And I did. And I shit in Bryce's. Uh, you sure did. Toilet. Yeah. How was that for you, Bryce? <laughs> like I had to find that you haven't word. Been in, you haven't been back yet? No, it's yeah. fine. We got to send Gabby to go check it out. Gabby. No. Gabby, I promise <laughs> to God eating, it doesn't she's smell. She's eating your fine chocolate. It's part of the back. job, Gabby. Can I ask you? signed you, up for this. Can I ask you, Jamie, about the about this rumor? Yeah. Oh, is I that, done with that. When you're when you're around a bunch of girls and there is a rumor that there is a guy around with you know, a, a large member is, right. is there, is that add to it? Like an excitement in the no, room? Is there not a, at all. electricity? I was just like, I, I don't, I look, I, I would have no idea. I'm women. just, I, I want to know like, what it's like. It almost, yeah. it almost made me just uncomfortable because I was like, I had just met him. So it was like yeah. very strange. You're I know I was at, at his house. Like it was very strange. Like we'll play game nights. Infra- game nights. Yes. Yeah. And I think I was single at the time. So I think it was more of like. And that a- didn't work for you. I think Jamie's a guy who, a girl who likes guys with big dicks. Well, I wanted to go out with her. Is that what you heard? Oh, but I wanted to go out with her. I we almost, she has that rep. We almost went out, but she was going out with, uh, she, well, what happened was we're supposed to go. We talked about it. And I was really <laughs> intimidated. I was intimidated by her. You were not. You know I was. I didn't know how to ask you. So I was like, hey, we should <laughs> maybe do something or whatever. You were just, you were the kind of girl I would have married it, because you're so, because you're a woman and you're you're sweet. You're I'd such never a, marry her. You're not only beautiful, but you're such a sweet Killer. girl. That's so you're sweet. just nice and you're smart. All that shit. Is there something? No, she's married. I don't even you look at her like dick. that anymore. You're the best. Oh, that's, wow, this is, Jesus I feel like I'm kind of, you want to switch seats, Shane? No, no, no. I feel oh, like. Was, Please continue. All I'm saying is that I we were uh, we were going to go out. We talked mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then next thing I know, she's I went with to Sa- New York. She went to New York and she met Sanchez. 
the Jets quarterback. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. You Speaking of big dicks, I didn't want to go in Hell. after a dirty Jets quarterback. There you no, it's go. Not true. Yeah. It's not true. If it was Eli Manning, no problem, right? But I, <laughs> you yeah, can follow sure. Eli. I could follow Eli. Are you not a Giants fan? Me? Big Giants fan. Yeah. But you know, here's what I thought after that. I was like, this is who she likes. She likes athletes. She likes, and I'm an athlete, but I'm not a professional one. Mm. I think that I, big I dick thing that, crosses. I you knew me. That shouldn't have been a judgment. Like, yes, that's who I was like dating at the time. But and then you married been... a. You know, I did. A great yeah, athlete. you're right. Maybe I maybe I'm a cleat chaser. Was that what they call it? I don't know. You would know. Size queen. <laughs> I don't think that. I think you're an amazing person. I don't. Whoever you end up with, he's a great guy. It's. I don't. Th- I don't care about that. It's just as one of those things. There's a few that you. Look We've at, always you know, vibed and just like just, that. We care about each we other do. and we really do. like each other. I really absolutely yeah. adore you. I would do anything for same, you. Same. Do you same. think? Let's say he asked you out before you went to New York. Do you think you would have been dating him? We were gonna. We were talking. We about were gonna going. go out right before that, and then she went to New York and she was gone. She was. I'm gone for a couple weeks, and when she came back. I think that big dick opens doors for you, yeah? <laughs> I yeah, think literally it does. wedge it in there and pry it what open like a crowbar. And we heard about on previous podcasts. Oh, you said, Jamie, you look so small. Where does it go? <laughs> What? Where does it fit? What are you talking what about? What is a big w- dick anyway? I bet you look at you. Anything over four right inches. You're tall and lanky. You probably got a hog on no. you. It's just regular. And when you said yours Mine's was regular. Five, I just say it's fine. Yeah, Mine looks like, good. It's a good looking I think thing. It's good. I think it's got a great profile and it looks, doesn't, you know, crook. It's not crooked. Doesn't dog leg left, you know, like a, oh. it, it's just a solid, you don't need to know, but you do. I and do. I'm, it's a, it's a, it's a nice color. It's tan. It no, gets, no dull pains. It gets redder. Like, <laughs> no dull pains. Is it darker than the rest of your body? Yeah. Hey, you That's what you want yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know what? Mm. Balls are not a good looking thing. They're no. not. They're like just no. two big eyes that you can't see out of. No. I think a ball might be a better looking thing than a dick. The dicks are fucking. I don't know. Dicks looks like a thumb, looking. sort of. It's kind of like a thumb. Yeah, none of it is good. But a dick is so like. Because think about how much stuff in nature is like, oh, those two like round things that look not like tits. You know, like these things. But the dick is like. Yeah. It's just yeah. fucking. You know what? Yeah, I had a, a thing where uh, my grandfather, Lou, God rest his soul, um, I remember it was probably circa 88. Uh, I just had to say circa. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, Great word. and 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 uh, Lou was getting up. Grandpa Lou, he was getting oh, up to. I know where to, this is going. Uh, to get you know water, something something in the fridge, and I noticed a huge round mass around him, like in his genitals. <laughs> and I said, "Why what? is my mouth water?" I said, "What the fuck <laughs> is that?" And I it freaked me out. I go, with "My brother," I go, "Eric, have you checked out Lou's balls?" <laughs> My brother, and he's like, yeah, dude, what the fuck? It can't be his balls. So we're freaked out. So now I'm letting it like, like linger. Did you think something was wrong with him? It's a colostomy bag. Or you just couldn't believe I, it. I, I didn't, I mean, I, here's, the, uh, you'll see what my point okay, is. Okay. Uh, so I, I couldn't let this, these thoughts linger James around. excited to get he has a huge dick. Like just huge balls. I love his no. grandfather. So I couldn't let this, you know, these thoughts linger around like a cranberry song. So I got in the car <laughs> with my family to drive back to Indiana. And they were arguing. My parents were, oh, it's very dysfunctional. You know, just, ah, oh, God damn it, blah, blah, blah. And I just go, hey, Dad, what's with Grandpa Lou's balls? <laughs> and he goes, show some goddamn respect. <laughs> it's your grandfather. And my mom's not even being funny. In a Valium-induced, like, fucking whatever. She's always fucked up. And she's like, leave him alone, Mark. He's not even your real grandfather. And I go, oh. And then my dad goes, Jesus Christ. You want to do this now? And I'm like, do what now? What's with Big Ball Lou? <laughs> who's Tell me, this man? who's this Big Ball Lou? It's yeah. like when your grandmother was two, her real father left him, and Big Ball Lou came into the picture, and she started, to, you know, and she married your grandmother Rose, and he, you know, he's a great grandfather. I go, 
oh my god so he's not my real grandfather and they're like, why? And I go, so I don't have to have his balls? Yeah. They're not genetic? What a relief. I thought I was going to get these because my balls were kind of big. Nope, just the dick. You're but not like that. Yeah. That was big ball loo. And it was just yeah. like, I was so relieved that I didn't get those balls. Oh, Yo, yeah. one time I have a similar thing where I saw something with a great grandmother of mine where I was like, what is that? And to this day, I think it was a colostomy bag. Oh, it has like, to be. Yeah. I saw some like weird like... I don't even I don't even know if I can go back <laughs> to this moment, but I just saw some like weird shit, and I remember like bringing it up to my uncle, and he just laughed, and we kind of like didn't want to talk about it or whatever. But I think she had like a colostomy bag full of shit hanging, oh, 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 oh. like down or whatever. You oh. might get it. Yeah, I might. I might. In the, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, God, will, God forbid. Of, yeah. I mean, well, you never know. Hey, oh, hey, it's what do they say? Old age is not for the faint of heart. You know? No. It's just not. It's just like you know, shit happens, man. Like I don't know how long I could make it with all the shit I did to myself. I don't. I don't. I don't think I'm getting that old. Do you have things wrong with you right now? No, it's just a lot of drugs, and what I, you have way more stuff wrong with you. Well, hey, we I just do. met the guy. I just met. The no, guy. I mean like no, the, I do. The surgeries I, and the teeth falling out, and and blood, yeah. blood yeah. on your dresser, and I like you know. that. I like a man who's been through it. You but know, I, you know, I went to a wellness center last year, and I really got my shit together for the most part. What's that? Yeah. What is a, a wellness, wellness center? center? Is a place you go, and here's the reality: I was never really, a, I wouldn't say like a drug addict. I just was like from pain pills, from being so many surgeries. Should this be on the right side? Whatever you want. No, probably. To be honest, that was bothering me. It I'm was so bothering. I'm so glad. Well, um, well, like well no, it, think about it. If you're like this, it's just like, you yeah. know, just like. Yeah. You, know, yeah, you look like a fighter pilot, yeah, which well, is not bad. I don't know why I had to show you what, what the hell happened. What's the look he was going for? So, okay. uh, all right, wellness center is pretty much where. Uh, so, from I just, you know what it was? I just felt like. Have you ever done this? Have you ever looked in the mirror? Be honest now. Be fucking I honest. I Everybody take photos out there, in the mirror. Just be, have you ever looked in the mirror and go. Who are you? Oh, yes. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm yes. talking. Yes. Okay. Because I would do that and I would stare at myself and go, I really don't know who the fuck you are. Yeah. I really felt like somewhere in my You're a great actor. That's part of it. Well, no. Right? I felt like, no, no, no. I felt like I just really hid behind like acting and being funny my whole life. Like everybody, just to avoid being yourself. Ev yes. Everybody approved mm. when I was making them laugh or when yeah. I was doing right. something that everybody else was, you know, they were amused by me or whatever. Or I was entertained. So I, How old were you I lost, when you started acting? I mean, I, I guess like, you know, in high school I did this play Grease and I remember after I did it the next day. This, this play Grease like no one's ever. Yeah, Grease, you know. <laughs> but I played Vince Fontaine, you know, like the wacky yeah. DJ. Yeah, yeah. And I remember that applause. I remember, because I, I also have video of it. And mm. I remember... It was like I wasn't even a lead role, and when I came out, it was like, I mean, it was like a holy you were in your shit. Power. Oh my! It gave me life because I didn't. I mean, I remember being a kid. You want? I don't want to live. You don't want to like fuck this. Yeah. I don't. No one cares. Yeah. You know all the angst and shit. And I just remember, I just I was lost, man. I was a lost soul, and I didn't know who I was. So imagine going through life because, um, love, right, is fulfilling, right? You feel love. It's sustainable, yeah. right? Yeah. But attention, getting attention and approval, it's the same feeling, only it's like a colander, right? It just keeps coming in mm -hmm. and out. You need more of it yeah. to stay, right? It's not, it doesn't, it doesn't fill your so for me, it was all about I just gotta make someone laugh. Why do I feel like shit? I just did this, I just got this. Now I gotta do the next thing. I got it yeah. was never really being happy with who I was. So one day I just wrote an email to all my friends and I just said, and my family, I just said, I gotta go away. And I'm gonna be fine. Um, don't worry about me, but I need to do some take care of myself. And everybody's like, what? You're the leader of the group. You have taco bingo nights at your house. You, <laughs> you organize softball. You, what? 
And it was like the clown, you know, the clown, the story of the clown. He's smiling, mm-hmm. but he goes home. It's like, I swear to God, it sounds pathetic. But I went to this place thinking it was going to be pathetic. Thinking, I remember saying, you can't help me. I, I, I don't think you can help me. I'd rather be just a drug addict and just help me get off the drugs and then I'm good. Mm-hmm. Or help me, like, I, it wasn't specific. It was just an all around sort of like, I don't really love myself. I don't really give a shit. I don't, I don't know. Nothing really makes me happy. I'm going through the motions. And everybody in there was going through that same thing? Well, it was kind of a private thing. So I had my, these, I, I paid a lot of money. Thank God. I, I mean, you, and you don't have to. There's places to go. But one of a close friend of mine, I'm actually doing a live podcast in Austin in, um, in uh, late March, and he's going to be my guest. But this, uh, his name is Zach Levi. This is no time to plug. Oh, We're trying yeah. to get deep. Sorry. Well, Zach <laughs> Levi was the kind of guy that says, "Hey, he went through some stuff, man," and he uh, he directed me in the right direction. And I went and put it this way, dude. You could laugh. They go, well, I go look on the schedule, and I go, this is art therapy. <laughs> I don't want art therapy. And they're like, I want mind therapy, mm. man. Art therapy. What the fuck is art therapy? So you know, just will you take a couple classes? And I go. Finally, I took an art class, art therapy, and I'm sitting with this woman. Her name's Comer, and Comer looks at me, and she goes, you know, she's telling me all these things. I'm just kind of going, and I'm just dreading art. And she goes, let's go to the table. And we go to the table, and I go, you know what? I'm good at a lot of things. I could write. I can act. I've directed. I, I, I could do things. Art's not one of them. I'm just not good at art. I'd rather not do this. She goes, the saboteurs are outside. No one's judging you. Sit there, use pastels, use watercolors, just draw circles. I go, I'm colorblind, <laughs> which is true. I know. She's like, what? I go, I'm colorblind. I, I can't. I don't even know what. She goes, it doesn't matter. Just, she had to really convince me to start fucking drawing. I go, fine. I'm here. Paid a lot of money to fucking be in art therapy. And I start drawing circles. I start to, and all of a sudden, 10 minutes goes by. And I'm lost in this moment. And I'm not thinking about being great or being good or getting a pro- I'm just I'm in the moment and I look over to her and she's just drawing and she kind of looks over to me and she just smiles bald lost ah. lost lost my shit like completely a mess and I go oh my god I'm fucking crying in art therapy this is mm. fucking brutal this is embarrassing <laughs> she's like no no we can talk about it if you want or not I go no and I'm telling you it was like out of it was like I was speaking in tongues everything that caused me to be so ambivalent about doing art therapy came out of me i go i was colorblind i had attention deficit disorder no one would sit down with me and take the patients with me and i got f's and d's and art how do you get your phone i'm fucking stupid and i got paddled and i was all these things and it's like even the smell of an art class in fucking high school i'd walk away from it Mm. i'd stay away from art i hated art and i look at you and you're so fucking calm and you're looking at me like you give a shit about me and fuck i and it was just like cathartic. That's a great moment. And now I went home after, by the way, a lot of other things happened in this wellness center, which were pretty fucking amazing. And funny enough, they were, they were simple things like routine. You got bad routines, change them to good routines. Mm-hmm. Life will change if you change your shitty behaviors. Mm-hmm. If you suck at fucking w- go to bed at night instead of looking on your phone and you just go, hey man, I'm gonna close my eyes and say what I'm grateful for and then fall asleep with good thoughts in my head. And I'm gonna wake up and not touch my phone for 45 minutes and play with my dogs and go outside for a walk and breathe in and meditate or whatever and then get the day going instead of always being on this. Mm-hmm. Little, There's a lot of things that I learned, but um, when I went home, I had all my friends come over one night. It was like 20, 20 friends came over and I, I bought couple hundred dollars worth of art art things art art uh, supplies yeah and i go hey guys 
take it for what it's worth. Uh, and I told him that story. And I go, so I want to do this. You can join me. You can not join me. There's no judges here. We're just gonna we're just gonna do art, man. And have you know you have a drink, do whatever, man. You could not do art. I'm doing art. I thought maybe you want to join me. So we do it almost every Friday for eight months now, and we just draw. And I that's cool. I have pastels and watercolors, and we just do. And it's just like a a break from the norm of what I I was used to, and I think what everybody was used to. I'd love to come, but I'd love to be the saboteur outside yelling things. We need that judging. Nice drawing. <laughs> Little pussy making drawings. <laughs> Aren't the brains? Brains are fucking crazy, though. They are like crazy. What, that, like that, we can reprogram them. Do you know what I mean? Really but can. Yeah. You, you can. really can. You could do it in a like. Obviously, there's a lot of work, but like you sometimes in a day. Like yes. You could fucking in the yes. morning be in such a bad place, and at night it's like. Oh yes, it's really. Crazy. I got into watercoloring. You're a liar. I swear no, to God. Did. You did. Yeah. I got into watercolor. I mean, I haven't in a while, but I bought the, I fucking went on. I spent like a hundred bucks on these like five brushes, you know? That's and, uh, well, it was after I started doing it, but I would, I would look at a YouTube video and I'd like, you know, see how to paint a, you know, a sky, you know? Yeah. And it was like something about laying down, a, you know, a flat, like very, um, sort of uh, watery yellow and then letting it dry or maybe mixing it with, it was like you paint a layer, let it dry, maybe come back, and it was like the process, but while I was doing it very in the moment, very like the only thing I'm thinking about is how this color is gonna touch mm. this color and what that's gonna look like and like where the brush, I mean, it's it's unreal. So you're just present. You're in Super the moment. Super present, See? and I have a big problem with that, you know, in general. Everyone who doesn't? Does. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's gotten, I think it's just gotten so bad, you know, with with phones and you know with, yeah. with Twitter and everything's just giving you like little rewards here and there like going yeah. online like CNN break. every right. every time I look at my phone is a CNN breaking news like how many times can news break in a day you know but like just something that was um, I was producing something tangible and it wasn't just off into the ether when I was done it was like it was it was great so I did I, I made this Bigfoot. Uh, video and I did instead of hiring animators because that's what I originally want to do I, I hand painted all these like interstitial things and uh, it took me like two months but I did it and it was like so I, satisfying I don't even have that patience that's amazing Yeah, I, I'm trying to learn patience more oh, I'm trying yeah, to too. do that because my mind goes everywhere like I just it's so hard like today was a terrible day and I was just like just a lot of shit and I was just going alright why are you thinking this stop it but sometimes you just can't stop feeling oh. like shit or kind of letting it get the best of you. And it's like, you know, like, uh, and then I started going back. As I was walking here, I was like, all right, dude, let's think about these problems. Let's say the first problem is on your mind. Oh, this happened. Okay, so you're gonna do this. You're gonna fix that. Okay, you didn't sleep. All right, you'll sleep tonight. What's your next problem? Oh, I gotta get back. Okay, you're gonna do that. And I, I started answering all these questions. And I was like, okay, wait a minute. It's not that bad. Yeah. So, I mean, but it takes a lot because it's almost like you're just full going, fuck off. I was yeah. at the gas station. And this guy goes, he's, he had an accent. It doesn't matter. I just he did have an accent. I'm not making fun of no, him. Yeah, yeah. But he was like, it's okay. Go ahead. Racist, totally racist. Okay. But he's, he's like, he's like, you know, these places. There's a room for two cars. And I go, oh yeah. He goes like, yeah. You know, next time you learn that. And I go, <laughs> and I could have been like, dude, fuck you, man. I'm having a bad day. I don't need you to fucking belittle yeah. me. All right, no, there's nobody here. You're the only other asshole besides me. But I go, hey man, I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. I will use that. Thanks. Have a great day, man. Yeah. Thank you. And he's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Who the fuck is this? You know what's uh? It felt uh, better. 
I, it does I, feel better. If you can do it. Great practice is like every morning, if you could think of five things you're grateful for. And I remember when I started it, I was like, oh, this is fucking horseshit, but I'm going to do it because it's supposedly it's going to blah, blah. But what happens is like when you do those five things, you notice later in the day when something is going wrong or something like this, it's, you, you could almost bring it back to like, wait, this morning I was grateful for this exact so like if it's right. your kids in the morning and then at eight o'clock like your kid won't go to bed or he won't get in the bed and then and then like when you're about to like mm-hmm. get angry all of a sudden you're like wait hold on mm-hmm. twelve hours ago I was thinking like how grateful <laughs> I, I to am be with them. yeah right, for right. this and it's just it's crazy how mu- it reduces like that angst like ninety percent unless sometimes you- <laughs> I also feel like the second <laughs> no. you say what you're grateful for. It's almost like the universe brings it back to me like, oh yeah, are you? Like it tests you for sure. And I used to get really upset about that, but now it's almost like the challenge of it. I I dig, like I dig that because I feel like once, I don't wanna say I conquer, but once I really recognize it, kind of goes away and then it gets easier. I mean, there's always things to deal with. But for me, when I have feelings that come up, sometimes like my freight train of or like snowball, yeah. so I can't even trace it back to where it started. That if I'm like angry, I don't even know why the fuck I'm angry. I will always give myself a set a timer for three to five minutes. I will walk into like a bathroom or a room and I will let myself be fucking angry. I will really scream. You scream? Angry. I will cry. Is that work? Scream. Not scream because I don't want to scare. But can my I children. scream? You can <laughs> yeah. scream. So is and it good to just go in a? It, I'm like. I'm done. Were and then if I feel down? it, Seriously, trying to scream. Back, I'm just going to draw the no, scream kidding, mask. Put, say, scream in an empty room or maybe a loud But m- if I room. feel it trying to come back 20 minutes, 30 minutes, I'll be like, no, you had your time. We can talk again tomorrow. Yeah. And it's this was advice that somebody gave me. And it's been I'm gonna very do that. helpful I think that's great advice. because sometimes it's like really hard to get a control of your emotions sometimes. And our brain works so fast, you know, to, to catch it where it came from. I thought she, he was going to say, I really thought there was a joke coming there. I thought, you know, you're so grateful 12 hours ago. You have the right to be ungrateful. These little fucks. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I was grateful before, but I'm not now. But you didn't go there. I just, I Because I think about Kasim, right? Kasim gets angry in traffic. And I'm like, if you... <laughs> In the morning, if you were like, oh, I'm grateful for the podcast. I'm grateful for my car. Like, you love your car and this. And then if you realize, like, well, I'm sitting in my car on the way to my podcast, it might be like, well, this is pretty stupid for me to be angry. And it just... Snaps you it's out little things. It's, it's so funny, thing. dude. It's so funny how you're always coming back to me in always, traffic as your example of like somebody lo- who's really lost his shit. Do you have road rage? I just, I, but who doesn't? I have a little bit. But because, because, I, never I, I never get out of control. I never get out of control. The reason I always go back to it is because I just sit in a car with you for an hour every time we get here. What happened today? Did anything no, you happen? Were, right, you just turned like red. Like you know, it, you, it looked like Bryce was recording us in the car. You just turned really pink. And do you know? You're do you know what? It, do you know what advice I got the other day about road rage? Because my friend goes, eh, you know, you drive. No, it was this girl. She goes. Yeah, I didn't even you say said what, friend. A friend, Ooh, so why can't it be a girl? Oh, no, but it was a, it was a girlfriend that was like, she starts telling me about. She goes, "Well, you drive a little aggressively," and I go, "Well, I'm not angry." She was like, "No, but like," and she put things into perspective. She goes, "The other, just think about it this way: other people around you might be, they're just driving the speed limit." They're doing the normal thing. They're not driving as fast as you. They don't have to get somewhere as fast as you do. They're not doing anything wrong, but you want to be around them. You want to get going. You have to get somewhere, and that's not their fault. So you have to start like respecting them mm-hmm. instead of yourself. And I go, wow, 
I'm upset. I'm a, th- this guy's not doing this, and it's like you can't control it. Just let it go, and breathe. And it is hard because it's frustrating out here when a lot of people don't know how to drive. Why two cars go at a red light? When it's yep. turning red, two fuckers go. See how angry they get about the traffic? Three even. If I was a fourth car, I'd probably it's, go. It's, it's not my thing. But not not everybody does that. They're going, hey, I don't want to die. I'm not a great driver. I'm going to stay. Let the one guy go. I'm going to stay. Then you go, hey, you yeah. to live. I get it. What would you do in my situation that I had this morning? I'm on my way driving and I'm in terrible traffic, but like there are moments where it could move and then like lots of people come in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And the guy in front of me was so clearly just on his phone. Just right. on his phone, every once in a while I would look up and go up the two feet. But there was a moment where there was space and like people were going to go in. And I honked. And by the way, I'm listening to Dr. Wayne Dwyer, Dwyer like <laughs> as I'm driving, like trying to be in my good headspace. And at the second time that I honked at him, he got so pissed at me. And I was thinking like rightfully so, because the truth is he's just going to go up the hill and we're going to be stopped again for like another minute or two. But like. I don't. I couldn't stop myself from honking at him because I was just like, "Get off your fucking phone, man!" Yeah, well, that's okay. I think See, that's okay. Kasim doesn't honk. He just yells racial slurs at them. Do you really? Yeah. Like what? What do you yell? It's tough when they're just white, you know. So what am I? Hey, whitey, cr- cracker, honky. <laughs> no, I. I think it's. You know what? I. I give people. It, it happens so much. So everyone's on their phone. I had one lady in front of me. She stopped in front of me. Green light, but she wasn't going, so she was clearly on her phone. I give him like a three Mississippi, right? And then that's a lot of time. And then it's like, okay, oh, sh- I had to like give a little light honk, like a tick, 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 one of those, right? And then she goes, oh, and you see her put her phone down, and then we go to the next light, red light, and then it turns green, and then again it happens. Like so, so she had, she just had this reminder, a hundred yards back. But now she's making the same mistake again. Then I then I give her the actual. I'm like, you're gonna hear what the horn really sounds no. like at this point because it's it's like I don't know how you go. I can understand the first one. Mm-hmm. Everyone makes that mistake. I've I've been guilty of it. But the second one, after you've just been reminded, is inexcusable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And at that and at the third time, you need to be pulled out of your car, put on the curb, and like an officer needs to come and like have a conversation. It's there there are <laughs> certain things stomped. I I love I love. The idea of people are doing their things and they're in their own world. It's when somebody is not just driving the speed limit and they're they're doing things that are endangering me and other people. And I'm that's when I start to lose it. And I have this Uh, thing about justice and like I need justice and I need to be the one to correct it. And like I really have to let that go. In this day and age, man, it's like I did. So this happened. People cruise up my street faster than shit, man. And it bothers every neighbor. And we're like, you know, this is a neighborhood. There's kids. There's dogs. Some dog got hit. It's it's got three legs now. And uh, that pissed me off. And this one guy is driving up the street. He's cruising, and I fucking run out of my house. I go, slow the fuck down! Yeah. yeah. And he starts driving backwards. I don't know what got into me. I fucking took off towards his car. I just ran. It's all and that medicine you're always he on. He saw me, and he, and he went off. And as he left, I go, what was I doing? I would have been probably killed. No, that's the correct move. But it... I did it, but you know, uh, the reality is people don't understand. It's like, I'm in a residential neighborhood. There's kids here. Why do you think right. it, why do you think you have any right in this? Right. Why are you slowing down going, what the fuck, man? You want to say, I go, you could kill someone. Right. Why, why are you arguing with me? No. You're wrong. It's the absolute right move. <laughs> it's like when somebody throws a punch at you, you, you move in closer to their body. You don't give them room to hit you. You move in and you shorten the punch. If they would have seen you 
backing away, he like came out of his car. He yeah, he would have felt like, yeah, yeah, that's right. But if if he sees a crazy person coming out of their house and yelling, I, I didn't at mean him. to do that, but I was. I, I get, no, I was that's one of those spitting moves. out blood bubbles. No, that's just the move. I live for moments like that where you're like, what did I just do? Because it's so like out of body and it's so visceral. Like it there's is. not a lot. I like when there's like not a lot of thought to things. That That's a primal sometimes. thing. It's primal. primal. You're an animal. You're an animal. Goddamn size Moral queen animal. So when when you're when you're healthy, like and you come back from a place like that and you look in the mirror and say, Who am I? What what's the you circle back. You are a good host. He's great. You fucking circle back. Right. Somehow you yeah, went exactly through right. her rage and my rage and his rage. Came back to the end of the wellness center. Yeah. You haven't seen me in years, I've done some work. Yeah, I'm, I, I think this is great. <laughs> Who is Michael Rose? So when I look in the mirror, what do I do now? Yeah, yeah. or what, what's um, the what's the how how is it different than when you were looking in the mirror and you were like, I need to go away. I'm unhappy. Okay, so um, what what the uh, one of the therapists had me do is like, what do you do when you wake up? I go, well, I have an anxiety. I have anxiety. <laughs> and they wow. go, okay, so what do you do about it? Well, I lie, I lie in bed, and I wake up, and you you have anxiety. I'm like, yeah. And what do you do about your anxiety? Well, I just continue to lie there. And how does that work for you? It doesn't. Just okay. If you have to go back to sleep, then go back to sleep. If you aren't going back to sleep, I want you to get the fuck up out of your bed. And I want you to go drink some water. I want you to go take a piss. I want you to look in the mirror and I want you to say, I love you to yourself. Come back, maybe meditate, take a walk. I want you to distract yourself. Get out of that environment. That's anxiousness. I would wake up. I'm telling you, I was like, how do you wake up with anxiety? How do you wake up feeling anxious? How does this happen? So it's a lot of things, right? It's like, are you drinking caffeine before you get mm. to bed? Are you uh, thinking negative thoughts? Are you not having a good night's sleep? Are you projecting into the future? Are you doing... So once you got to calm the brain down, that's another thing about the phone, right? So she had me look in the mirror and go, wait, 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 wait. You want me to look in the mirror and say, I love you? She goes, yeah. <laughs> and this works. It's so hard to she do. She goes, huh? here's how hard it was. I was so cool that I'm by myself looking in the mirror, too cool for school, and nobody's around me going, love you, dude. Rolling my eyes at myself. I am outside your house as the saboteur when you're doing this. Really, dude? <laughs> you're talking to yourself in the mirror? You're the only one who loves you. Keep doing art. Look at this queer. <laughs> Look at this one. So um, it took a while before I go. It was, it was, it was an evolution. Because I can't say I was like, oh, love you, dude, love you. It was, if you just count those days, if you see me in like uh, like moments, 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 mm. moments, cut mm. it, it was cut really fast, mm. you'd see like, I love you, dude. Or, and then they're like, like, love you, dude. Yeah. And then go take a pass. And then it would just keep going. And then it got to a point where it wasn't like, I love you, man. <laughs> it, it never got to that. It was more like, you know what, man? You have a good heart and you're trying to be better. Yeah. You're trying to be a good person and you're really a good friend and you're, uh, you know, but, and I started saying things, and I, you're, I love you, dude. You're, you're doing what you can. It was one of those things where it wasn't like, I love you. You're, it was just like, you're doing the best that you can right in this moment. Mm -hmm. And that's it. And it was just being honest with yourself. I think that's what she wanted is just to go, I'm here. I'm, right now, I'm alive. I'm, I'm so, he, this is, this is to get off track a second. I'll just say this really quickly. I, I, I work at the, uh, I don't work there, but I, I, um, what do you devote your time or your, your volunteer? Uh, volunteer. Oh, thank you. You're Big welcome. word. It's uh, the anesthesia. Two, two, Three times a week. <laughs> it is. is too much. To the Ronald McDonald House 
in Los Angeles, and I go there every other Tuesday, and I just uh, for three hours I bring movies and order pizzas for the kids and uh, juice boxes, and we watched like Ice Age this last week, and um, it uh, it changed my life. And one, this is from the uh, wellness center. They were like, and, I, and I've told this story maybe once or twice, but. You know, uh, they're like, did you charity? I go, well, I give money. You know, I write a check or I'll do this mm. for people. Like, mm. I want you to do some hands-on stuff. And I go, okay. Thinking, all right, well, different, different world, man. When you're sitting there for three hours with kids who are struggling with leukemia and their families are living at this place when their kid has seizures and cancer and you'll forget about your fancy cars and your houses and your all this and go, this is, how are you not grateful for mm. having anything, for having your fucking health? That's enough right there. And there was this kid the other night and I just like, he's 14. He's uh, on a cheerleading squad. He's like, uh, and his mom was with him. Awesome kid. And for instant connection. Love this kid. I thought he was just so cool. He's like, He's a big Lex Luthor fan. He was he's like, hey, I heard you were coming. I, I, I watched all that. I was like, oh, great. You know, that's cool. And and then I thought maybe his brother or sister was staying at the house. He looked right. completely healthy. It's fine. And then I go, so uh, is, do you have a family member here? Or he's like, oh, no, no, I have, I have a major um, high-risk surgery tomorrow at 545 in the morning. Oof. And I go, what? He goes, yeah, I've got cancer. And I go, you have, oh, well. And the, uh, okay, well, you know, uh, he goes, it's my seventh surgery. And um, his mom goes, it's terminal. And this is like uh, an hour and a half after I've been there. So I've gotten to know him and I'm learning all these things. He's in good spirits for having to wake up so fucking early. <laughs> yeah, I would say. Dude, he was. <laughs> he knew <laughs> he that anesthesia was coming. <laughs> but you know what, man? Wow. This, this kid, he's like, it's terminal. It's like 200 cases in, in the world. And his mom's like, yeah, no, he'll keep having to get these. And he had this friend who had it who died. They became friends because the other kid had it. And so I immediately was like, I, I want to be in your life. I could see how much of an influence or whatever I was bringing him joy. I, and he was bringing me joy yeah. and re- relevance or, or just, uh, some, just substance, real, something real. And I said, you're gonna, I'm going to take your number down. I'm going to text you. You're going to text me. And I gave my, my number to his mom. And I wanna, we're gonna, I'm, I'm going to come see you. And you're going to get through this. It's going to be great. And um, so he texts me and he says, hey, this is so-and-so. And I go, hey, this is Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. And he goes, let's find some kryptonite. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm on it. <laughs> and then we started texting each other. He was like, well, I better get to bed. I have that surgery tomorrow morning. I go, yeah, it's going to be great, man. You're going to be great. And so I, before that, before I got home, when I left him at that, um, left him at the Ronald McDonald house before he had surgery, dude, I went to my car and one of my friends called. And as I was telling him, I fucking broke it down. Mm. I mean, I just lost it. I was like, and it was one of those cries like you were talking about. It's like, uh, and it was true. It was like, honest to God, I swear I'm not just saying this. God, let this kid live a long life and take my life. I swear to God. That's I swear, There wasn't any hesitation it's at all. It's the most powerful feeling. I didn't care. I was like, like, honest to God, if there's a gun to my head, give this kid his life. I No question about it. In fact, I went home and I prayed that night for that kid. I said, God, I know this is a weird request, but if take me, man. I was like the exorcist. Take me. Yeah. I was just like, do it, man. This kid has so much life and so much to offer and so much happiness. He's so happy. I'm just, he's so grateful just to have one day. Yeah. And that's when everything changes. When you start to see more, like more and more of that, that's 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 what it's about. So I then mean, you look in the mirror and you're like, "Hey, you are a good guy." Yeah, I right? love you, man. Yeah, but you know, it's I don't, dude. There's it, it, 
it's something that you're just compelled to do. It's not like you have a choice. It's not like, you know, it's like it's an altruistic or whatever. It's, it's, it's a it's, beautiful it, feeling, but I think a lesson that you can learn from that is that you don't have to sacrifice anything for yourself to want something for somebody else. And I think that's like a big... That's a big thing I came to like with motherhood and just in my life in general, thinking like I had to sacrifice my happiness to make my kids happy. Or you think that like you're like, if he's going to live, then I'm going to have to die. Right. Like there's, yeah, I know. there's room I... for it all. Like, but it's a it's a, an intense and overwhelming feeling to get to like that selflessness. Like that's just like that's true compassion. And that's love. And like you said, that's what fills you up. Yeah. It gave you life again. I didn't. I, and I didn't. um I don't pray very often because I just feel like, you know, I just, it, people are always asking for this, please give me this, give me that, give right, me this. Right, and right. I just was like, I remember one time when my grandpa was in the hospital, I was like, I, I, didn't, I, I actually didn't pray. I started to pray and I go, no, I'm just thanking you, God. Thanks for having, being able to have a grandfather for this many years. Thank you. I don't want anything. You take him when you want to take him. I've, I'm so blessed. Thanks. So I don't, I choose not to pray, but this was one night where I'm like, you got to be with this kid, man. You know. Are you still <laughs> talking to him? God or... Well, <laughs> yes, we're we're texting. It, it, oh, he died, Grandpa. Rob, what did he say? Who died? <laughs> wait, wait. So you said you wake? <laughs> no, no. Tell him. <laughs> tell him who you're you talking about. Fuck. <laughs> you said. <laughs> you said. I didn't hear that it. That was for Casim, honestly. No, thank you. <laughs> Jesus. Dude, I wanted to make up for saying you have road rage by making you smile a little no, bit. No, that's babe. fine. I thought saying <laughs> was bad, but yeah, that, that, that was pretty good. That one's for you, babe. <laughs> I think you can say that word if you're gay. Well, he, then he's fine. Well, that was uh, me playing the saboteur, you know. Right, but I couldn't even remo I couldn't even say jokingly. Oh, well, I, I couldn't say that. Well, I took a I took a step. Nor would I. I took a step and I crossed it. But I thought it, I thought as a saboteur, that's something I would say. Oh, as a saboteur from the eighties, where it was like you could get away. With. Or like in Big Brother. <laughs> Isn't right, it right. weird that like a kid somewhere in like a school could be the worst kid ever for like doing an impression of a gay guy who died of AIDS? But then we like. Give a guy an Oscar who does it on camera and pay him millions of dollars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear you. Like it's a weird, it's a weird. We're well, like, no, but this the is guy okay. Who won the Oscar's not making fun of him, right? But I'm just saying, like, all I feel like all actors, if you talk to them, on like, how did you get started? It's like, well, when I was a kid, I used to do impressions of my right. mom and my dad, and it's mm -hmm. like doing these impressions of people, and then you see people who are actors, and it's like they're the most celebrated people ever, and it's like, what are they doing? They're doing impressions of other people but then it's like yeah but if you're doing it at school and you're getting attention for it and making people laugh it's not okay but this I see what you're saying and I, I can understand if you say well one's not okay and one's this but for one to be like you're horrible and the other one to be the most praised possible like the Oscars you know why you know why because I think that what he was doing was he was portraying someone's life and he was uh, I, I don't know, maybe he saw some tapes, some how the guy spoke or whatever. So when you're acting like someone, or I played a transvestite in Sweet November, and I did not want to... plugs I are out But I told the director, you, I go, huh? I don't want to play it like, everything's just great and saucy and I'm stereotypical and I'm just like, fuck you, bitch. I mean, that's you just like, so well. everybody's seen that, but I, was, I wanted to do something really just subtle and sweet and nice. And like, I didn't have to... So I was trying to respect... <laughs> That's that side, you know. I want to respect right. people. I didn't want to be like, oh, I'm a straight guy doing this is what I think of you guys. Like so character. I think there's a very like people do that and they do these like, oh, I'm this character. It just depends what you're doing, and I understand that point. Like, you know, in fact, on my podcast once I did that, I was like, oh, Jamie or something, you're so ridiculous. And somebody posted, oh, he was pretending to do a gay voice, and I thought found it sickening and blah blah blah. And I, I was like, what 
the fuck are you talking about? I was just being goofy. I wasn't. Yeah. It's just a voice. Yeah, but if you do it with a film crew around and everything, it's okay. But in your podcast, it's not cool. Well, and there's just such weird. Right. Well, uh, but I'm just saying you're like, going to offend everybody. I think that there's somebody. I think that there's yeah. kids who are 11 or 12 who are finding out like, oh my god, if I do this impression of of whoever it is, people laugh and I get attention. And that's what you were talking about earlier. And then like to, you know, how they can feel like they could be made to, you know, you're suspended from school or you're you're in trouble, or you're in detention. Where like this guy and I understand obviously that they're different, but I'm well, just they're saying, trying to give the kid a conscience and they're trying to. We're always trying to. We're always trying to like direct our children into like what is society and like how they should be, and it's hard. But it. But if if somebody if you're thinking you're protecting them, and sh- like look, do I try to teach my kids like morals and to be kind and conscious of no. other people? Yes. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. But at the yeah, same, but do. I like still t- I try and like you know teeter on that line of like also letting them have like their freedom and not feel conscious of every thing that they think and do. Right. Like let's say that you know what is his name Rami Malik right? Yeah. Rami yeah. Malik. Yeah. It's like let's say he was doing an impression of so you know he saw some kid who had a, a limp or whatever and he started doing something and somebody else was like hey you know don't do that that's wrong and then he just never again was like oh I'm not gonna never and I, would have been Freddie Mercury yeah and I and I, obviously I understand there's a difference in, in right and wrong and that, but it's just like it's, it's just weird how because one, usually when you're doing an impression you're probably making fun of somebody Right, so usually right, but there's if- also some people who are okay with that. Not everybody has to be. You know what I mean? Like if somebody came in here right now and did a fucking impression of you coming out of your fucking surgery, you might laugh and think it's hilarious. Where other people want to get offended for you, right? Like, oh, that's it's not okay. And because well, it's uh, like, about them, right? It's yeah, a trigger for them. You're like you said, you're never going to make everyone happy. Yeah, and that's a very hard lesson, but a liberating one once you learn it. Yeah, but you know what you can do. I mean, you can't. You got to be real careful. Like I've had. Like I live with a black guy, a hippie, a uh, uh, a gay guy. Did I say gay guy already. Nope. Gay guy, black guy. What does he hippie? sound like? Hippie, dr- I lived with. In the, it was like the full house. I mean, whatever it was, it was just like like I. I'm friends with so many different people, and I know I'm prefacing that with to, you know to get away with what I'm going to get away with. Right. But with my close black black friends. I can get away with stuff. Mm. I could sit there and go, man, you better get the hell out of my seat. Like, man, you Jew motherfucker. You know, and we'll joke with two of us in the room. But those are things that you can't like go out in public and like go, I swear to God, I will suck your dick off. You just can't get, I just yeah. did. But you know what I mean? It's, yeah. I guess you can. It's like you just, but nowadays you just really, especially, look, you always have to give respect. I think that's the one thing. Yeah. Show respect. I think it gets over the line with like people like, some, I mean, there's some sh- shit that goes down, and some, some, most of the big idiots, the big powerful people who are putting their power on, you know, and women, they're getting punished. They're, they're getting theirs, and they should, right? But then there well, are. I'd some- love to hear if you got a Harvey Weinstein story. Oh no, no, no. He Jamie never- did. She was on a jet with him, and he, and he's like, hey, just tell everyone I banged you. Right? Was that what happened? Kind of. Yeah. Is that Allegedly. true? Oh, he wanted. He like. Uh, he basically was like, tell everyone that like you came in here to like climb in the bed with me, and I was on Oof. an Ambien, and I was like, what? Oh she's like, I did that's I? when she's most willing. And then I was like, I'll never be in a movie. <laughs> yeah, isn't that isn't that scary? That that's what we think. We're like, oh, I remember I got hit by a very famous um, gay man. And was he driving actually, a car? Was, I, I got hit, hit by or hit on? By? Hit on mm. by a, a couple in the past. And I, I remember. Slow down. No, but I remember like they thought maybe I've come across like I think people like, oh my god, we thought you were gay. Or in fact, my mom goes, it's okay if you tell me in college. He goes, if you're gay, and I go, oh, well, I am. 
<laughs> and then like I didn't tell her I was kidding for like a month. So still to this day, when I go back home to Indiana, they're like, "Hi, Michael." Yeah, yeah she set you State. up with, with dudes. No, but, no, but I, you know, I just I didn't care. I'm very you know comfortable with my sexuality, so I don't give a shit. Right. So I think some gay men in the past, some you know famous gay men, you know they would be like, you know, I could see that that's where they're going. And I had to finally go, oh, you know, I love you, man. I'm just not. Yeah, I'm not. I don't. I don't do that. I love, I love women. But if I loved, if only if they knew I loved, what was between. If those I love penises, it wouldn't be yours. But <laughs> yeah. I would. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm very. It's flattering. No matter who's giving it. I to don't you. care. I don't get offended if some gay guy stares at my ass. I don't care. I go, hell yeah, what's going on? Our gay guy on set on Smallville. He's one of my best friends. He did a voice in my movie. He was. He was amazing. He would like we would. He would say the the most but it was family we're on a set and he's like I go I don't know if I want to wear this purple shoe for Lex purple shirt for Lex Luthor he goes I really don't give a fuck <laughs> do what you want ugh you know and he would just be like ugh that old ass please you know he and we would play and it was fun because well, in the end of the day we're just people it's like saying yeah. you don't want to I don't want to hang out with Rob because he loves vanilla ice cream and I love chocolate I, I mean I know vanilla. that that's more simple than it but like I love vanilla too I was just using the example <laughs> she loves the oh but I'm just saying, like, in the end of the day, what I'm hoping, like, for uh, we're slowly unraveling for all these generations is that it's just people. Yeah. You know, it's it, we we make it more complicated. Like the way my the way I explain things when my son asks questions are so simple because I think I have to make it simple for his brain. But they real like I realize I'm like, oh, it really is that simple. Right. Yeah. yeah, most things like are. Like why people have two dads. Like he'll ask me, why does so-and-so have two dads? Or why does so-and-so have two moms? You tell him the mom's a slut. You, I'll start with that, <laughs> yeah. always. I'll start with that. But it's, you know, my simple explanation is really the only explanation that's needed. Yep. We just make it more complicated because we're bored. So when you, you say, because, you know, uh, most people who deal with anxiety, you at least get those first, like, two hours of the day where it's not haunting you but you wake up with anxiety yeah well it's better now this morning i had a little bit of it and i started to think oh my god uh, you know you're, you project you're like is this is this back am i gonna start getting anxiety attacks is this like like what the fuck are you doing it's like you know you, you know i learned something it sounds stupid again but it takes a while but when when you start thinking about anything anything if you start thinking oh god you know what i have to drive back and some asshole's gonna cut me off and i'm gonna do this stop at first it started with me saying it out loud i go stop Hasn't happened. Not going to happen. Don't worry about that. Put it away. If you can't control it, you can't uh, uh, solve it right now, shelve it. And most of your problems that you're thinking about that's causing any kind of anxiety or, oh, oh, stop. Stop. You don't have to do it now. I have right. to go to a, do a, a, an acoustic, play acoustic set. I haven't played for a while. I don't know what I'm going to play. It's in a week. I'm going to stop. Pick a day next week. Yeah. Spend a few hours. Stop. You don't have, it'll be fine. Yep. A lot of it's future-based, you know, it anxiety. A lot future. of future, future thinking, a lot of future tripping, and um, you know, that's why we get such relief when we're in the moment and we're watercoloring and we're doing those things yeah. that are like bring us back to that exact moment because um, it's very easy to think about all the ways things can go wrong. Yeah, because in that moment, it's all possible. Mm -hmm. Every possibility is open to you. I think I just want like um, for me. I think the biggest thing is I've, I've worked on the anxiety thing. Um, I think I get anxiety from pain. You probably can relate to this. Like when you feel something's coming on, you're like, oh, here comes the fucking shit. Can I make it through mm -hmm. the day? What am I have to do with all this? You know, surgery, sometimes you feel it and you're like, fuck, I don't want. You want to be invincible. And when you're in your 20s and your 30s and you're, all of a sudden you hit a certain age and you're like, something stick around. They just, yeah. they hang with yeah. you. And you're like, you got to kind of welcome it. You got to go, all right, this is what it is right now. You do your be the best you can. That's it. 
If you need to lie down for 10 minutes, you do it. Whatever it takes. And, you know, it's, it's, it is hard. It's like, I, because there, when I was, you know, even like five years ago, I was getting away with a lot more. I think something just like after, you know, sometimes you get a little tired. You have to, what it is, you have to take care of yourself. Like now I take care of myself. I don't, you know, I try to eat well. I try to, because I can't do what we, what we did even in my 30s. You're in your mid-30s, yeah, yeah. 35. I can't go out. I don't want to go. I can't go out till 2 and 3 in the morning. My week's fucked. I got to be in bed by 12. I wake up by 7 or 8. I do my routine, and I get going so I can have a fucking fulfilled day and do shit because I can't I can't hang. I wish I could. My friends are like, dude, Grateful Dead cover band's playing. I'm like, well, I definitely don't want to do that. But, um, you know, <laughs> so I just try to... You know, if somebody invited me to this this concert, it's like Bauhaus and Psychedelic First, all these alternative bands. It's a full day of like 15 hours. And the first, what do you think I thought first? It's going to be so crowded. No. How many drugs am I going to have to take? Mm, maybe. 15 hours? It's like, well, I'll be worried about where am I going to sit. That's exactly. I go, where am I going to sit? By the third band, I'm going to be miserable. I'm going to be tired. I probably have to take a shit. And I got to go take a shit in that place. Yeah. And I, you know, I had a shit at Bryce's house. And like Sorry all these things that. are in my head. I'm like, I'm going to get in pain. I'm going to the day. And I'm, gonna be, I'm not going to enjoy the last bands. When are the psychedelic first plan? Two o'clock? Let's go see them. Yeah. That's how my mind works now. It's not like a full day of party in a Coachella. No. See, I have a different theory. Go ahead. Though. Talk about I it. I think that in your 20s and stuff, your mindset's different. You still had to shit and do all that stuff in your 20s, but you didn't worry about it before. You just faced the problem when it was there. So you got through it. But as life goes on and more shit gets piled on us, we have to eat healthier to get ourselves to that playing ground to feel better where we could we got away with all that stuff because we weren't worried as much about all that Are stuff. Are you telling me that I got to worry less? Well, we all have to worry. How less. do we worry less? That's the that's the real thing. Well, you know what? You uh, stay you... in the more in the present moment. I think it's about learning how to truly be content with right now. I'm trying. I really am trying. It's a hard. You know thing what? I think a do. big a big thing is too is like you said like. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I was, I was being you present. I, I, I want this chip. I want, I want to so be present. Bad. No, I'm I can't. Staring my food over there, and it's driving me crazy. It is. You want a chip? Why don't you take one moment to have a chip? I'll back away. Let her, let her chew on a chip. <laughs> Hung out on your finger for a little <laughs> while there. <laughs> finger to chip. The, uh, yeah, no, chip. come on, please. On, on. No, no, they're good. Uh, they look good. They this look is like such they're a great nice fried. No, this is good. This is. Jamie, I want to hear you crunch. Yeah, get on there. You really get a crunch on there. So I think, I think, like you said, like looking in the mirror and say "I love you," right? That's one thing. But constantly doing stuff to show yourself that you mean it is something totally different. Tell me what to do because I'm, 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 I'm a constant like work in progress. I go, I'm trying yoga, and people, you know, I hate it because the instructors. I'm very honest, and they're like, "So, um, how do you feel now?" I go after our last session, no different. Yeah, you don't feel any different. Uh, I'm probably a little more limber, but I don't feel great. I have a really good, uh, really good yoga instructor. I have I one too. I think it's. Uh, no. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's me- meditating is fucking the best. I think meditating is unbelievable. I think working. How do you out- meditate? Because I meditate, but it's it's hard for me. And I do it every day. So I've done like over a thousand days in a row. Like where I'm me just too. Fucking oh crazy. My God. No, it's no. all good. Don't no, I have. It. I've done. Uh, no, 246 days in a row. Right, That's so a lot less yeah. than over so, a thousand. I, but the reason I say less. that is because I've um, I've had to switch it a bunch of times because you get bored. You get bored where you're like, I've done this thing fucking 75 times. I want to hear a new voice. I want to hear this guy, Sam Harris, has a great app called Waking Up. Write that down. Well, I know. I'll, <laughs> I'll send it to you. Okay. It's uh, I, You could send a month free to anyone who wants it. I'll send you a, a free month. You do it so you could see if you like it or not. 
It's really, really Is that the dope. One you sent me? Yeah. Where you do you go? Done, Where do you right? sit? Have Where you do you sit it? in your house? Not yet. Okay. Where do you sit in your house to meditate? I do all different spots. Sometimes I'm like, you know what? I want to go outside. I'll, I'll go do something outside. Sometimes they say you shouldn't do it in your bed. Sometimes you do it in your bed. I, I usually probably most of the time do it on my couch. I like I like to do it on my terrace. How long? A lot. Uh, minimum ten minutes. But usually what I do is I do the ten minutes on the app and then I do my own after. But it's just, I think it's tons of things. Like, if you're like, if you look in the mirror and you're like, I love myself, but then you fucking, you know, you don't go to the gym, you eat shitty, and then you call mm-hmm. some girl who maybe treats you like shit or makes you feel like shit, and then the next day you see yourself and say, I love yourself, it's like, well, do you? Like, yeah, you mm. could say it. I'm going to meditate right now. Go ahead. I love to, would love to watch You know what, Rosie though? Meditate. Why don't we start a fucking- Should I eat my lunch now? <laughs> yeah, we should well, meditate you know we should and eat do? on the pod. You know what we should do? What? I think that might be boring, though. What if you had a meditation, a podcast, where you hit something and- Someone guides you through it. Meditate just every, with every, us? every day. You have a new. Uh, this is my idea, Bryce. Celebrity. Uh, Meditate with us. Guided with you. Guided. So you get a guided uh, yoga teacher, and they come in and they guide you through it. And sometimes you talk. You take a fifteen minute break, and you go, "We're going to do it again." Bryce, write that down. We're going to do that. See, I was going to come to your house to do your podcast, you like but the, you have dogs, and I can't. So I can't do your. You meditation can't do my podcast. I can't do. I'm allergic to dogs. Like deathly allergic to dogs. I'm allergic to them too, but I've gotten sort of over because I love them so much that I just. Uh, uh, it's worth no, but his is like yours is bad. I have asthma. Can't, it like shuts my. I can't breathe. It's crazy. I have to go to the hospital if I'm like around dogs for more. What about than shellfish? 10 minutes. Nothing else. Yeah, I am shellfish. Nothing yeah, else. Yeah, no, no good for you, shellfish. No, I could. Uh, yeah, not good. Um, I can eat scallops, but there's a difference between crustaceans and, and mollusks. And, and <laughs> it's true. You know that? I know it's just funny because yeah, yeah. I don't know anything when it about com- that. When it comes to uh, being Jewish, are mollusks okay? You know, I'm not a real like I'm. A, I'm. I you know I was born a Jew and I was bar mitzvahed, but um, I just I, you really you know with me with religion it's a funny Same. thing. I, I, I honestly. I think every religion, religion works when it is, it works, works for, for you, when it works for you. And like, I have friends that are religious. They're like, I got friends of Catholic. I got a Mormon friends. They're so happy. They don't sit there and go, this is the way. And you're going to hell. If they did, I, they wouldn't be my friends. Whatever works for you works. They invite me to church. I've gone to church with them. It was a nice time. I pray to whatever I want to pray to. My theory about religion is. Even as an actor, it's like when you study, right? When you study oh, Stanislavski's theory or, you know, you right. have Uta Hagen or you have all this uh, Dom DeLuise, whatever you Meisner. want. Whatever That's it is. That's what I did. So people Meisner? go, you have a blue shirt. You what? have a blue shirt. You have a blue shirt. Well, people will sit there and go, this is the way. This is uh, Uta Hagen or so-and-so. And I go... No, I like that from her, and I and like that, that from yeah. him, yeah. and I like that. And I, that's about what, that's people. Like I, I just learned something from you and what you do, and I'm going to try some things. And you just said a few things about the, you know, the road rage or whatever. And Let me give you the the. No, I'm not going to use the saboteur stuff. That's Let me tell you the coolest thing that someone once recently told me: human beings are meaning giving beings. That's all we are. All we do is give meaning to things. What you could give a fuck about, you could not give a fuck about. He chose to give a meaning to that, and you chose you. It's respect. That's all it is. We're meaning-giving beings, and we can we can play with that. Yeah. Which is why we can help ourselves. We have to be malleable, don't we? We are. We don't let ourselves be. I just think it, it comes down to this. It comes out of respect. It just it, it's so easy. The wars, every, everything that you, all the shit we have in this world, it's just so easy, but no one can figure it out. It's just respect. That's it. Do you don't know the, fuck with me. I don't have any, you know, the one thing I liked about, about being Jewish was you never see Jews coming up going, be Jewish. They don't yeah. care. Mind your own business. Yeah. Right. Just let me just, be. 
Let me be. I don't give a fuck what you do. I'm not going to fight you because you, uh, the hun- th- billions of years or hundreds of thousands of years, whatever. I've been killing each other over what? Oh, they don't believe this part of Catholicism or they don't believe this, but who cares? Yeah. We just have to evolve more, and it's still, like, so... The Dalai Lama said that if every human, starting at the age of five, meditated on compassion, and compassion only, for uh, one hour a week, so divvy that up over seven days, all violence in the world will be eradicated within one generation. I I believe that. I believe it, too. Yeah. It's and but I was, but immediately my head was like, how am I going to get Bo to sit down? For <laughs> yeah, minutes a day? I think it's just it's all education, man. It really is. It's just like it education. Is. Well, also, the, you never see like a fucking four year olds playing, and a kid comes back as like, yeah, I'm not playing with him anymore. He's Jewish. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? like, or black or anything. You don't. Not my son. You know who it is? <laughs> it's the parents. Always. It's of your course. upbringing. If you are around parents, if your parents are racist or whatever. This is what's going to happen to you unless you find your way and find out that most of the time your parents are fucked. Your parents are wrong. I thought my parents were geniuses my whole life. Almost through like through high school. Even your mom on all that value? Well, through high school, I thought, oh my God, they're so smart. My mom's part of the NOW organization for rights for women. And she's a, and all their views and everything they said. And then I realized, you guys are full of shit, man. Mm -hmm. You're full of shit. I have to have my own ideas. How could you think? How could some, it's just, it baffles me how someone can think, oh, he's inferior because he's he's a different color. Oh, oh really? Yeah. That's what it is. But that's what it is. The divisiveness in the country, it all comes down to a lot of little things like that. He's different. That's what it is. Did we get political a little bit? <sighs> this was good. I, I was. What I was wondering is. <laughs> it started with talking about Rosenbaum's giant. Penis, we can go back. And then yeah. we go. Oh, see, bringing that's, it up. That's Jamie? all Jamie really cares about. She wanted I just to fuck got it out of my mind. Now all I can do is think about. In her. an F Mary kill, she wanted to fuck Bryce because she knows he has the biggest dick, right, Jamie? Did we not get, where my head went. Jay, they you, made me do this. You can never leave it. They you made never me do fuck made Mary you do Kill. it. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, fuck Mary. And screaming. Who was it? Fuck Mary. It was Kill. Bryce, George, and Kasim. George, we're like been family. Here in weeks, we can't do way. it. Who'd you pick to have? Yeah, because you married him. He's fucking. George, she he has not killed here. me. She killed Cass. Did you believe it? She killed you. No, it's crazy. He's treat you like a queen. Yeah, you married George. You fucked Big Cock Bryce. Yeah, but you, you, you know that's what's what funny? his mother named him. That's you, his god You kept letting it. on my children. You kept letting the you love big dick thing hang out there and not answer it. Uh, look, look, she's on the phone. What we gotta wrap it. Do we have to I'm wrap it up? I'm just saying, I, you get a you get a vibe. You you I know from the up. past guys that you might have dated, and you this, and I've heard some things about some people, and you get a you know, you hear things. Jamie's got issues. Cassim, none of us are. Hold on. We gotta go ahead, Jamie. <laughs> are my issues? Because now, because then we're gonna mean. go. We're gonna come on, Jamie. What is? Well, I just want to eat my. Food. She's hungry. She's hungry. Okay. Oh, by the way, you know Jamie was on my podcast twice. Yes. Yeah. Twice. She was great, by the way. Now oh, she had we, a wonderful Hang on, we cried. I made. Let's Rosie give it a cry. plug. Oh yeah. It hasn't come dog. out yet. It's my dog. You'd be allergic. Oh, it's yeah. not out yet. Oh well. So well. Anyway, has uh, it? Well, How many pl- episodes? Do you have? like a hundred. So we just did a hundred. Plug away. Yeah. But I was a guest. Plug away. Your- plug, oh, guys, now is time. If you're kind enough to uh, support the podcast, I appreciate it. Yeah. It's something that I'm passionate about. I talk openly like this on my show, and it's it's one on one and. You know, Jamie and I talked about all sorts of shit, and we're actually going to video, so we're not only going to have it on audio, but Bryce actually helped us hook all the video stuff up. Oh, cool. So in a week, a lot of dick in that room. In we, so <laughs> we'll be video like or audio. It's like eight feet of dick when they're working Dude, together. God bless. I could not You guys tied together and fucking people <laughs> rappelling down two-story windows. Enough! <laughs> but it's, it's called Inside You with Michael Rosenbaum, and, uh, you know... Say that. Say that clearly. You, inside you of you, inside, inside of you, with Michael Rosenbaum, and I, I really love it. And I think you, you'll like it too because it's great. you yeah. know what's great about it is, like for instance, I, I 
I ask questions like to guess, and somehow we get down these like wormholes mm-hmm. where they start opening up about like, for instance, Rain Wilson. He gets so open about his like because I was I was an asshole at you know when I was filming The Office, and he starts really opening up, and then. Stephen Amell, who's Arrow, he's a lead on Arrow, he had a full-on anxiety attack on my podcast. Really? And so I thought he was, we were going to have to throw it away. And I go, hey, I'll throw it That's away. That's good pod. He That's goes, great. He goes, let me listen to the raw footage. And he goes, he listen, he goes, I'm coming back. And the thing went viral everywhere. Can you have one next time you do this? I almost did. But come what on, it does, man. It, be a gamer. It, it normalizes like <laughs> uh, mental health <laughs> and anxiety and things like that. And so it's funny, but it's like also like you get anxiety. Jennifer Love Hewitt, like she said, I don't love myself. I go, your middle name's Love. Right. How is that possible? And you, also, she we told all a, love you. She told a beautiful story. And you said all your friends on your birthday, and you, they came to your house and they all in the backyard and they just sat with her and they wanted to tell her how they felt about her, which I thought. I was like, what? I'm not, I never had. I, I would love it, my friends. It'd be and it happened organically. It wasn't. Like, it wasn't that planned. Wasn't what it was supposed to turn into, and it just did. And they just started going. And she and one of your friends looked at you, and they go, "If you fall, I will pick you up and put you over my shoulder, and we will carry you. We will all fucking carry you." And that's what made me cry. And yeah. I just tear. She goes, "Are you crying?" And that was the first like tear that went. I mean, she got me. Yeah, but anyway, it's a it's a fun show, and it's it's it's, great, it's, it's a beautiful. So I, I really love it. So I hope you guys. And will you've check been it doing out. it for so long. I mean, I was the first guest. I was a guest like. Yeah, you were a guest. A long hundred episodes, ago. so about a year and no more. Just two I years. Was two, just years right? two years. Two years. With my son, so more. I think it's two years. He's two, and I was pregnant for nine months. So you were pregnant for nine months. <sighs> Jeez. <laughs> Twice. Um. You, um well, that's a lot. All right. Well, we Inside found out. You. We found out Jamie's Look, Hey, it was great having you on. I, I had a blast. Here's what I loved. I loved everything you had to say about mental health and like we're we're works in progress. Everything yeah. is kind of like um, we're gonna come up against stuff as we get older, you know, and and we're gonna keep learning. And it's okay to not have everything figured out. And and yep. if you're striving towards, if you're just looking for progress, right? That's the key. That's it. And it just Look helps, in the mirror. It helps if you have a big penis. <sighs> I don't. See, so when you look in the mirror, do you normal. look in the mirror? Jamie, I'm going to show, okay, Jamie, I'm gonna show it to you. Is this too much, Jamie? I have never I'm gonna seen show it. it to you I right have now. no idea. No, no, no. I'm asking you for well, you. No, 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 no. Let's, You're uh, too close let's to my head. Let's zoom out. Show don't zoom in. We need to zoom out. Jamie, this, let's, we're not, we're just talking no, to the average guy. That is Shaquille O'Neal's I thumb. I salad. <laughs> why do you want cucumber in the salad? Do you want it sliced? What if Rob looked at it? Rob, what if you looked at it? Oh, she wants it whole. Just have Rob look at it. No, Cassim would love to look at it. I'm totally okay with my sexuality. Rob I don't want to see it also, but also it's not that very big. close to me. Not it's that very big. close. It's, it groomed nicely, but it's not that big. Are you allowed it's to look just, at other penis, Jamie, just, when you're no. married? No. no, no that's no, weird. No, 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 could you no, imagine no, if no. I Put it away, Bryce. We could. <laughs> put it what away. I could do is I could, I could put a mirror on my face and then you could glance at the mirror. Oh, like the eclipse. Not, you're not directly looking like at the, it. Like you're looking at an <laughs> eclipse. eclipse. Uh, hey, thanks for coming uh, and watching Rosie. the show. Thanks for all the subscribers. Make Thank sure you hit the subscribe coming. button. Thank you, Michael Rosenbaum. Inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum on iTunes and everywhere you guys find podcasts. And yeah, thanks for coming, buddy. Thanks for having me. Right. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys.